I actually believe that this wall is a good thing. Michelle would not allow me to build a wall when I was present. The reason for this uh, is because she had me busy trying out new school lunches and doing burpees uh, on the White House lawn. This wall is going to be the best wall anybody has ever seen. It's going to be visible from space, from my space army program that I'm putting together. It's going to be even more visible than the Great Wall of Korea, where my good friend Kimmy currently resides playing ping pong. Mr. President, that's not correct. Excuse me, the Wall of China, okay? I've got a lot of factories in China. They're the best, they're the most glorious, stupendous factories you've ever seen. Fuck Trump. Mr. De Niro, you have not been relevant since Meet the Fuckers. Fuck Trump. That's not very nice. Fuck Trump. Okay, I give up. I'm going to allow my good friend to explain what true bravery actually means. You're on the angry man's carousel. It is actually a very glorious, beautiful... It, listen, listen. It, it, it's the best carousel you've ever seen with your ears. Yeah, that's right. We're back with episode number 10 on the Angry Man's Carousel. Glad you're with us. Glad I can be with you, even if it is just my voice. I'd like to thank uh, not real Donald Trump and absolutely fake Barack Obama um, and the real Robert <laughs> De Niro for, for joining us on the beginning of this episode. Um, it's another beautiful day. Uh, just kidding, not really. My my Yukon Gold potatoes are look like they're fucking dying. I had to get a hold of my buddy Lee to find out what was going on with them. So good to have people like that who know what they're talking about that can help guide you through stuff like that. I'm really excited for my harvest to come up pretty soon here. Onions, cucumbers, two types of potatoes, green beans, onion. Did I say onion? Uh, cantaloupe. Now watermelon as of a few days ago. So fingers crossed for that. I want to talk about bravery. Bravery, Jesus! Why can't I say that? We're going to talk about bravery today, kids. Okay, like when Jonah went inside the whale's tummy, and then came out to deliver the word of the Lord. Praise God! Uh, I actually wanted to start off by thanking our sponsors, people sponsoring the show. That is actually me. Hey, way to go, you! So, back to the show. That never gets old. Not for me, anyway. Uh, we're going to talk about bravery and uh, what it means uh, to you, as well as fear. Fear is something that affects everybody in some way, shape, or form, and you, if you say that fear doesn't affect you, you're a fucking liar. 
Let's start off by looking first, though, at today's topic, which is bravery. And bravery, you know, can come in all forms. And if you're thinking of tuning out of this podcast just based on the fact that we're talking about bravery bravery, and it's been done so many times before, you might want to hold on. You might want to wait. Here's why. I'm going to talk about bravery in a way that you may not have heard it before. So I started off looking at uh, the Merriam-Webster's, uh, excuse me, Webster's uh, dic- um, Dictionary definition of bravery. And there are multiple, uh, you know, entries, obviously. But the one we're going to focus on is the first one, and that is, and I quote, the quality or state of having or showing mental or moral strength to face danger fear, or difficulty, the quality or state of being brave. And one example it shows would be showing bravery under fire, like we see in all those big-time war movies or westerns, right? If you go a little bit further on, um, and if you really delve into it a little bit, it talks about showing mental or moral strength to face danger, fear, or difficulty. So, well, what does it mean to face fear? Well, in, in order to understand that, we need to understand what fear is, right? Okay, so definition of fear. Noun, an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Example, drivers are threatening to quit their jobs in fear after a cabbie's murder. Uh, Some synonyms for that word are terror, fright, fearfulness, horror, alarm, panic, agitation, trepidation, dread, consternation, dismay, distress, etc. Okay. Um, So, what does fear mean to you? What are you afraid of? If you talk to a little kid, they might say, I'm afraid of the monsters under my bed or the boogeyman in my closet. Or I have this recurring dream where I go to school with nothing but underwear on and somebody gives me an atomic wedgie. Um, if you talk to an adolescent, they might say they have a fear of their acne never going away or not understanding their body or fearing their first kiss or getting rejected by somebody that they like or not making you know the football team or getting into a certain college. For adults, it becomes a little bit more complex because the longer we're alive the more opportunities we have to acquire learned behavior in relation to things that make us cower, that make us fearful. Because we've experienced more life than a kid, and because we have, we've experienced more negative things um, that have taught us, or rather we have allowed ourselves to be taught into fearing them. Listen, it's called the angry man's carousel. Um... Now, I don't think for one second that I'm the toughest guy on the planet. I I know for a fact that I'm not. There are days that I stub my toe and I want to scream like a little girl. But um, I've always said this, and, uh, you know, this is not to meant to invoke any kind of, you know, awe or, or adoration for me, but I'm not afraid of anyone. There have been a lot of people out there much bigger than me, much younger, much stronger, uh, better fighters. And I've been faced with seemingly insurmountable odds. Uh, About, I don't know, what was it, let's say 13 years ago, I was 
uh, coming home from the bar one night, knocking on my girlfriend's door, and some guys a couple of houses down were outside drinking and partying. And they started talking some smack and yelling at me and trying to egg me on into a fight because they, they were looking for trouble. There was guys like that out there. Uh, and I used to be one of them. Well, long story short, I finally got tired of their mouth and mouthed back to them, which probably wasn't smart. But I did it nonetheless. And before I knew it, I had four guys kicking me on the ground in the driveway of my girlfriend's house waiting for her to get home. Um, now... Could I have avoided that situation? Probably. But there came a point where in that moment in my life, I decided I'm not going to be afraid of these of these punks, of these bullies trying to egg me on or, or get the best of me psychologically, and I stood up for myself. If you heard some of the things they were saying to me, you would probably understand a little bit better. May you have approached that situation differently? Of course. Point is, of all this, that I have never allowed myself to show fear in the face of another man or woman. Okay? Uh, There are plenty of things that I have fear of. Some of those are rational. Some of those are not rational. Irregardless of the rationality or lack thereof, we're going to delve into what it means to be brave and to conquer our fears today. So strap the fuck in. So we're talking about bravery, we're talking about fear, we're talking about what it means to actually believe in yourself and conquer, and if not conquer, at least chip away a little bit at a time of some of that stuff that really um, can kind of immobilize us, right? Can 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 panic us uh, into a frozen state. Um, we could talk about this forever, but we're not going to do that. Today is going to be a little bit shorter episode than normal. So... Like we said before, uh, bravery is uh, defined by Merriam-Webster's Dictionary as the quality or state of having or showing mental or moral strength to face danger. Now, notice that said to show. It didn't say to possess. It didn't say to have. It didn't say to always be carrying around in your back pocket. My apologies to those of you who are pocket impaired and don't have back pockets on your pants or if you're wearing a dress. Um, (laughs) having or showing, right? So let's look at that. The quality or the state of having or showing mental or moral strength to face danger, fear, or difficulty. There are a lot of quotes out there um, that I found that specifically pertain to being brave. Uh, I'm not going to go through all those, but one of them that I found that I really, really liked was this one that I found by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Okay, If you're an Emerson fan, you're going to love this. A hero is no braver than an ordinary man, but he is brave five minutes longer. That's great. I love that. A hero is no braver than an ordinary man, but he is brave five minutes longer. Sometimes all you need is to muster up those five minutes of courage in the face of something that's tough. A lot of people 
uh, I, I'm sure are familiar with this phrase. And I've, I've actually applied this own phrase to my personal life in job interviews. Jobs that I knew I wasn't necessarily qualified for in the eyes of other people, but I knew I was capable of doing. And what's that phrase? That phrase is called faking the funk, baby. There's an NK, not a CK in there. Faking the funk. If you're not familiar, I'll be glad to fill you in. To fake the funk means that you are portraying an image of yourself to be true in the eyes of other people, even if it may not completely be 100% authentic as to who you are or what you're capable of. Now, notice I didn't use the word lie. I don't think it's okay to mislead people, but I do think there are times in life where we need to fake the funk to the point where we are able to convince other people that we are capable of doing what they want us to do. Okay, I had a friend long time ago who was applying for a maintenance position at a, a an enormous apartment complex. In fact, one of the biggest chains of apartment complexes in the United States. This person had no experience with welding, was not HVAC certified, didn't even know the basic terminology that applied to basic woodworking. During the interview process, this person asked my friend, can you do all of these things? And without hesitation, for one moment, my friend looked them in the eye and said, yes, absolutely, I can do that. Now, did he lie? No, not necessarily. Did he have experience in those things? No, he did not. Did he know that he was capable of learning these skills and performing them at a level worthy of consideration for the job and retainment of that position? Yes, absolutely. That's what's so cool about bravery. Bravery will allow you to do things that are superhuman. Bravery will allow you to step outside of yourself and put your insecurities off to the side and propel you forward into a state of motion that you may look back on and go, holy shit, is that me? Am I really doing this right now? It's like Bill Murray in What About Bob? I'm sailing! Yes, you are, Bob. I'm really sailing! There are things that we are capable of doing, but we'll never, ever know what they are. If we don't allow ourselves the courage and the bravery to step forward and believe that we can do those things. Now listen, if you are 62 years old and been on the couch slamming donuts for the last 40 years, you are not going to be an MMA fighter. There are just certain things that go without saying. And we shouldn't disillusion ourselves to the point of, of, of obvious failure that can then turn and lead us down a path of discouragement. There are things that we are all good at. There are things that we could get, that we could get better at. There are things that we are naturally talented at, and there are things that we will never be good at. That's okay. Stop trying to be what you are not, right? Know what your gifts are and move forward in those things. Bravery will allow you to step out of yourself to move towards something 
that you didn't think you could do. Okay? I was a freshman in high school. I was five foot eight, five foot nine, weighed 120 pounds, huge mullet. I basically could have been MacGyver's anorexic stunt double. Give me a sandwich before I die. Between freshman and sophomore year, I sprouted up to almost six feet tall, and I gained 15 pounds. By the time I was starting the first day of school as a sophomore in high school as a skinny white kid, I could dunk a basketball with two hands, and no, I'm not talking about a golf ball, a full-size, regulation, boys' competitive basketball. How did I get there? I got outside of myself. I was brave enough to play against all the big, tough, muscular, strong, fast black dudes that on any other day of the year would crush me like a grape. Crush me like a grape. Okay? The point is, I got out there, and every day over that summer, I wore ankle weights that were about half pound each, and I would walk a mile and a half in the middle of a hot Midwest summer, 95 plus degrees, 90 plus percent humidity, and I would be on that basketball court from sunup until sundown every day that summer with very, very, very few exceptions, okay? I would come home to eat lunch, and I would walk right back up there, or I wouldn't come home at all. I would spend the entire time out there practicing my jump shots, practicing my vertical leap, doing drills that had me running back and forth across the court by myself, looking like a crazy person that just lost his keys that's high on meth. Where's my keys? Because I stepped out of myself and I put myself into situations with people who were better than me, every day I get a little bit more brave and then a little bit more and then a little bit more until finally I was posting up against dudes seven feet tall and out-rebounding these guys, not because I was stronger, not because I was smarter, but because I hustled my fucking asshole off my body. And it hurt. We went through a lot of super glue that summer. Now, what am I getting at here? There are always going to be opportunities in life for you to give in to fear. Right? My wife's going to hate me for this, but my wife grew up in a very conservative home. God bless her soul. Her parents were very careful not to allow the outside influences of the secular world to come too close to, to, uh, to her personal life. They did everything they could to raise her in a positive environment. But as a result of that, now today, there are just certain things that my wife is slightly afraid of. And that's okay. As we discussed before, I've got a lot of things that, well, not a lot of things, but I, 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 have, I have certain things, rational or not, that cause me to act out of fear instead of bravery. Um, one thing for my wife is she hates driving in the snow. Completely understandable, right? Doesn't have a lot of experience at it, not a lot of practice. But listen, how do you get better at something? You do it. America is is subscribing to any possible 
quick fix routine program, online seminar, web series, book, audio tape, weekend retreat, uh, even podcasts which promise instant results on how to get better at things. But here's, 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 here's the thing about that. Nike had it right 25 years ago when they came up, come, when they came up with, with their forever uh, world-popular slogan, and that was, just do it. Everybody is so tired of hearing that. Well, we're tired of repeating it, and I don't even work at Nike. There are going to be things that are going to challenge your bravery. So before you shut off and before you say, I can't do that, there's a guy named David Goggins, and David Goggins thought the same exact thing. This dude was on the couch every single day, slamming cheeseburgers and milkshake milkshakes and got to be over 300 pounds. One day, he saw a documentary on TV about Na- U.S. Navy SEALs, and something clicked within his spirit. He said, that's what I'm going to do. From this day going forward, the rest of my life, that's the kind of man I want to be. I want to be hard. I want to be tough. I want to be able to conquer anything that life throws at me, no matter how scared I am of doing it. So he started off by running a quarter of a mile around his neighborhood, and he was dying. He was crying. He was he was so ashamed of what he had become and so frustrated at his current level of, of health that he came home and got on the couch and cried to his mom. And this, this was a guy in his 20s, okay? But then he decided... I'm not going to let that quarter mile beat me. I'm going to do a little bit more. And before you know it, he's running a mile. Before you know it, he was running two miles. And then he could do all those things without stopping. And he got to a point where I believe this guy is the only one to be ranger qualified, to become an actual U.S. Navy SEAL, and work uh, as a special operator for the Air Force pararescue. And if you have a chance to check out the interview that he did on Joe Rogan's podcast, please go check it out. It is absolutely life-changing. But back to the original point. We talked about bravery. We talked about what fear means. Okay? Fear, again, is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous or likely to cause pain or a threat. There's a reason flowers close up at night. They're trying to protect themselves against the elements. That is a learned behavior through the process of evolution of specific species of plants. There's a reason deer run when they hear a rifle shot. It's innate, right? It's part of their DNA to know when they hear a loud noise like that to immediately take off, holy shit, that's probably a dude. I don't want to be someone's dinner tomorrow night. I'm going to start running off the other direction. There are things that affect us every day in our lives that are learned behaviors. And sometimes we teach ourselves these learned behaviors. Okay? The problem with that is there is no... Sometimes sometimes by allowing our situation to mold us, that can go in a negative direction. Right? Because we've had bad experiences with members of the opposite sex or a bad experience just in dating in general or bad experiences with... Um, you know, uh, driving on, on ice or snow because we've had bad experiences, uh, you know, um, uh, having certain types of conversations with certain types of people that always leads to an argument. We have taught ourselves 
to become cowardly. Now listen, that word cowardly has enormously negative connotations attached to it, and as well it should. However, my goal here today is not to make anybody feel bad, it's to encourage you, okay? Everyone has been a coward about something at some point in their lives, and if they say they haven't, they're fucking lying to you, okay? Now, cowards play a role in in the world, right? Cowards look people who are even moderately or minutely brave look really, really good. (laughs) But I would encourage you today to not be a coward over the things in your life that have that have bested you up until this point. Now, regardless of what it is, whether it's an alcohol addiction, whether it is uh, uh, a stressful relationship with your significant other, whether it is, you know, no, no matter what the case, I want to encourage you today. All right. You don't have to live in that same constant state of fear over whatever is going on with you. Uh, I'm going to spend some time with my 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 in-laws and my brother and sister-in-law this weekend and all the kids. Going to see my kids get baptized. Um, now, this this is a thing that, that I could absolutely give into and say, you know what, I'm copping out behind, I just don't want to go. But the fact is, if I'm just being really transparent with you guys right now, guys and girls, I'm afraid to be in the same room with these people because there is a potential for arguments to start. There is a potential for things to get stale, stagnant, uh, you know, not not moving in any kind of direction, good or bad. There, there, There is a high likelihood that at some point somebody could say something to someone else or do something, even inadvertently and not on purpose, to upset them. Right? I don't have the best relationship uh, with my with with my married family. I could stay home and cop out behind. I'm just gonna watch the dog because we're not gonna pay a boarding fee. But I know in my heart of hearts, the right thing to do is to move forward and to tackle this thing head on and try to do all I can to continue to build a positive relationship with these new members of my family that I'm now married into. Is it going to be stressful? Sure. Is it going to be uh, challenging and probably at times very unrewarding? Uh, yeah, and hopefully not. But if I continue just to sit in the same situation that I've been in for so long, nothing's going to get any better. I actually looked um, at the common usage of the word bravery and how its use has either increased or declined, excuse me, since the year 1800, okay? Now imagine with me, if you're looking at your computer screen right now, on the left-hand side of the computer screen is the year 1800, and the use of the word bravery is at its all-time peak, at least within that time span, 1800 to 2010, okay? So left side of your computer screen, you're seeing a graph that starts all the way up at the top of the screen and slowly, gradually goes down, right? Like Bugs Bunny, uh, after getting whacked in the head by Elmer Fudd, slowly going down. And within the past 10 years, the use of the word bravery is at an all-time low, now, compare that to the word fear and its use thereof. 
Starting at the year 1800 and ending at the year 2010, the graph showing the usage of the word fear starts at its peak and slightly dips and then levels out about halfway down the page. Virtually unchanged in any significant kind of way through literature or society's use of the word or the recognition of it or whatever. What does that tell you? It tells you that bravery is becoming less and less and less frequent in our society and not just American society. And fear has literally had the same hold on human beings that it did over 200 years ago. So for over 200 years, the use and the popularity and the prevalence of the word fear has been virtually unchanged while bravery has dramatically dropped to probably an all-time low. What's the reason for this? What's, what, what is it? What, what's the reason? Do you have a theory? I've got a few. I'm not going to share all of them because I promised this would be a short podcast. But the one thing I have to say about it is this. We are becoming bitchified. And America specifically, I'm going to speak to you because that's the country I'm living in. That's where I was born. That's where I'll die. We're becoming a bunch of pussies, guys. Bravery should apply to every area of your life. Tomorrow morning, you've got to get up early enough to go to the gym, get your workout in, and stay healthy and get results and come back before the kids wake up so you can have breakfast ready. That's going to suck. Be brave about it. Don't be a bitch. Do what you got to do. Get up and get done what you need to get done. Because if you don't, newsflash, nobody else will. You're going in for a job interview next week, and it's something that you really want that's going to immensely help your situation. It's going to provide for your kids. It's going to open doors for the kind of career that you want. But you don't feel prepared. Too fucking bad. Get prepared. Make it happen. Get ready. Do your research on the company. Research the kinds of interview questions this person may or may not ask. See if you can discover the names of the HR directors and and, and other people on staff of this company. Learn a little bit about them. Facebook stalk them. Creep them. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Do everything you've got to do to put yourself in a position to win. If you're okay with just sliding by life and being the bare minimum of what you could be, then there's nothing I can do to help you. But if you implement bravery into your daily regimen, even if it's a little, little, little bit at a time, you are going to see results, period. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I started fight training a little over a month ago. My neighbor is a former almost world champion kickboxer. The guy is a badass. Okay? Now, two days prior to me meeting this guy, a grinder on a construction site completely severed what the, uh, the, the tendon in half on my most used finger on my strong hand. 
Did I have to start fight training? No, I didn't. I explained to him, I'll give you everything I got. We can work on my left side, my jabs, uh, my hooks, my counters, work on the footwork. Show me everything you want to know. I want to learn how to be better at this, right? Now, I could have just said, no, I'm just going to wait because I'm afraid that I might get hurt even more with my finger. But no, I got in there and I went after it. I'm not punching with this hand, with the injured hand, but I stepped forward in bravery and used courage to approach this situation with someone that I'd never met, didn't know anything about, what they were capable of, or how much I could learn from them, whether or not it was going to be a waste of my time. And I stepped forward in faith, knowing that if I exercise bravery, despite my injury, I'm going to be rewarded. And let me tell you, I have come farther in the last 30 days than I have in the last 39 years. And it's been an amazing experience. If you're not part of a, a fight training program, I highly encourage you to do it. It's good. It's going to be good for you for, for many different reasons, the most obvious of being which you know how to defend yourself. I could give you countless examples of times in my life that I've exhibited bravery. I could also give you as many, if not more, examples of, of times in my life where I have exhibited fear in the face of something that I didn't know how to conquer. But the point is, until you get out there and you choose to be brave in the face of something that maybe you don't fully understand or you feel like you can't have any effect on, nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to change. Listen, I'm really glad that you tuned in today. I hope you've got something out of this. I've got more episodes coming this week. I'm going to try to squeeze in a couple of more before I head out of town for the weekend. Uh, be sure to check out the UFC fight card that's happening this Saturday, Cowboy versus Edwards. That one's going to be a lot of fun. That's it for today's show. Make sure and subscribe. If you want to be a guest or a sponsor on the podcast, email us at angrymanscarousel at gmail.com. Also, we'd love to hear from you guys on Twitter or on Instagram. On Twitter, we are just at mancarousel. On Instagram, we are at angry underscore mans underscore carousel. That's C-A-R. O-U-S-E-L. Thanks for being a part of the podcast today. Be brave. Don't let fear get the best of you. Take shit a day at a time, and you are going to be that much better for it. You've been on the Angry Man's motherfucking carousel.